Picture two boys that find themselves neck and neck at the front of a running race. One stumbles and falls, and the other carries on to win, showing a typical rivalrous spirit. Now consider a different outcome. When one falls, the other stops, extends his hand, and pulls his competitor back to his feet. A less competitive spirit, showing more empathy. Or perhaps a third possible outcome. Same boys, same race, but one deliberately sticks out a leg to trip the other in a bid to win at any cost. We're all born with a competitive streak, and early sibling rivalry can play an important role in shaping this. For instance, when a parent walks through the door after a long day at work, two siblings, who had moments before been happily playing together, may immediately begin to fight, effectively competing for the parent's time and attention. Then we become teenagers, and the whole of adolescence is something of a competitive melting pot where we are striving to find our place in the world. Academic, sexual and sporting rivalries abound, all of which continue to shape our competitive nature that we carry into our adult lives. A healthy competitive spirit can be a force for good. It can be harnessed within teams and families to grow and improve. But at times, the desire to win can be so strong that it comes at the expense of others, the equivalent of sticking your foot out in the race. But people generally have a good sense of self-awareness around this, so it's not so much a question of being highly competitive, but the control you choose to exert over it. This type of restraint is well demonstrated in professional sport. Training and experience helps athletes to channel their competitiveness in the appropriate manner. Rivalry between teams is a more useful force than within a team. Remember, there may be times when competitive behaviour is not quite so easy to recognise, Children, for example, often manage rivalry by walking away. They will bait the group and then leave, saying, I'm not playing this game anymore. And this kind of behaviour can also translate into later life too. For example, in the work environment, as, I'm not working with you anymore, leaving an important meeting at a crucial moment. Competitiveness can be a valuable asset, but is most powerful when tempered with self-control about when and how it is unleashed. In some cases, you may make a conscious choice to suppress your competitive trait for fear it will be a frustration for others. Or you may be able to acknowledge that you are locking horns with a rival and deliberately choose to change your behaviour. Either way, choose your moment. And the rest of the time, try to compete for a personal best rather than comparing yourself to others.